I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? i see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. It come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, ah, big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I've been began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately, Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson, like my dick was missing to protect my position. My corner, my layer, while we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man.
filters me. I like that. When I was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. While niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt and alligators. Uh-huh. You want to see the inside? Huh? I see you later. They come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow. Why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place. Play your position. Uh-huh. Become my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. His crew's your crew. Or they might be next. Look at they man eye. Big man, they never try. So we roll with him. Uh-huh. Stole with him. I mean loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch. The milks with chocolate. The cookies. Butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I've been began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart, break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections, some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy, quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing to protect my position. My corner, my layer, while we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Take a better stand, put money in my mom's hands. Get my daughter this college plan, so she don't need no man. Stay far from timid, only make moves when your heart's in it. And live the phrase, sky's the limit.
was young, I had two pair of leaves. Besides that, the pinstripes and the gray. Uh-huh. The one I wore on Mondays and Wednesdays. Uh-huh. My niggas flirt, I'm throwing tigers on my shirt. And alligators, uh-huh. you want to see the inside, huh? i see you later. Here come the drama. Oh, that's that nigga with the fake. Uh-huh. Wow, why you punch me in my face? Stay in your place, play your position. Uh-huh. Here come my intuition. Uh-huh. Go in this nigga pocket. Rob him while his friends watch it. That hoes clock it. Uh-huh. Here comes respect. Cruise your crew, or they might be next. Look at they man, I big man, they never try. So we roll with them, uh, stole with them. I mean, loyalty. Niggas bought me milks at lunch, the milks with chocolate, the cookies, butter crunch. Enterprising, I ain't have to be in school by 10. I then began to encounter with my counter parts of how to burn the block apart. Break it down into sections. Drugs by these selections. Some use pipes, others use injections. Syringe sold separately. Frank the deputy. Quick to grab my Smith and Wesson like my dick was missing. To protect my position, my corner, my layer. While we out here, say the hustler's prayer. If the game shakes me or breaks me, I hope it makes me a better man. Ah, headband. All right, guys. Say something again, Sir K. Oh, my bad. Okay, I was going to say you sound really, really low, so. My bad, my bad. All good, all good. All right. All right, man. What is going on, guys? What is going on? Ah. <sighs> 
All right. Yes, we are back. We are back with yet again another edition of the news, another edition of the Notorious Hills podcast, man. And this episode, this is episode one, 168, man. We got the news today for you guys. We got money in the bank predictions. We got a semi-slow week of news um we got new hey there she is we were just talking about you bill i haven't seen you in chat in a minute how you been girl what's going on all right we got news on the bloodline we got news on la night we got news on money in the bank we got news on brian uh orton vince well true yeah vince and triple h but anyway man what is going on, guys? We are back with yet again another edition of the Notorious Hills Podcast. And this is episode 168 of the news. And on this episode, we do have the Money in the Bank predictions. If this is your first time watching, you guys do not know how the show works. Every Monday, we are on here with Notorious Unscripted after Monday Night Raw. And every Friday at 4 p.m. Central, we are on here with the newsman. Uh, if you guys did miss this past Monday's edition of Unscripted, why does WWE constantly book themselves into corners? We talked about Monday Night Raw. We talked about how they're the about how they book a ridiculous amount of singles matches that do not make any logical sense to book. So we talked about all that good stuff. If you guys did miss that, that's available for you guys on all platforms. Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. And if you want to see it first, join us right here on YouTube. Something that is always uh, something that is only available on YouTube, however, is our very first edition of Notorious Heels Gaming. We played AEW Fight Forever. You guys should hopefully be catching some more AEW Fight Forever streams uh, right around the corner from you guys, man. So we'll probably be streaming a little bit more. Uh, we're trying to trying to figure out ways on how we can do Road to Elite, being that it is it, it is a single player mode. So we're tr- currently trying to figure out ways how to do that because it looks pretty fun and, and it looks and it looks. It looks funny to commentate over, so so we'll definitely have to look into that. Um, but yeah, man. So if you guys did miss Notorious Seals Gaming episode one, you guys can watch us uh, try our hand at AEW Fight Forever, man. Uh, I played that night. I didn't get to play last night, so that was legitimately my first time playing, and I haven't played since. So obviously, we'll probably yeah, do yeah. some more playing, obviously in the future. But. Um, <laughs> Yeah, dude, so if you guys did miss that, I hope it was worth the wait. I hope you guys did enjoy all that, man, because, uh, yeah, I had a lot of fun, bro. It was, it was it was a blast for sure. It really was, man. It really was. So, um, yeah, man. So, the merch. The merch, man. We told you guys that we had some merch coming, and it was coming soon. Well, the wait is no more. We wanted uh-huh. to give we wanted to give you guys this as a yes, JT. I, I did I did forget to mention that. Uh, yeah, I turned the I turned the sound down because um, uh, 
the copyrighted music and I turned it down so low and I forgot to turn it back up as we were playing the matches. So I apologize for not being able to hear all that stuff, but we got you guys next time because, yeah, I originally turned the volume down in the beginning of the show because it was playing copyrighted music, music, so I just turned it down real quick and I fucking forgot to turn it back up. So my apologies for that. So the wait is no more. This is a little treat to you guys for, for waiting so long for Bittertory Seals Gaming. All right, man, we have one of four shirts. I'm going to start you guys off with the first one. This one is the Notorious Heels Grand Slam shirt. As you can see, baseball-type logo, Notorious in the cursive letters, and in the little underline, Heels Podcast. Notorious Heels Podcast, you got the Chicago flag. Very clean design. Uh, this is available in, in multiple colors. This is available in multiple colors, man. Uh, got a couple different ones, and it's a very clean shirt, and I hope you guys like it, man. And for yeah, the next man. three, for the next three, we actually have a little video here for you guys, and I hope you guys enjoy. So I'm going to go ahead and roll the footage now. So there it was, and that is the merch that we have for you guys. Everybody wants to run around with their LWO shirts, their NWO shirts, London World Order. Well, we got a curveball for you guys, man. Notorious Heels Podcast, NHP. You guys can now get that live on all platforms. It should be live now. Um, so... We do have three editions of that shirt, and I hope you guys did enjoy, you know, the the whole, you know, the NWO little announcement things there. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. So, I hope uh, you guys yeah. did enjoy that. That was the inspiration behind that. So, yeah, man. So, that's the new merch for you guys. We do have three designs. When I play this little merch picture for you guys, you guys are only going to see the Chicago one, but... I, I I genuinely do not want to have a little screen just over fluctuated with like 12 different shirts. So we're sticking with the normal eight. So those are the three new designs. Obviously we got the classic NWO and then there's the Wolf Pack, and then there's the Chicago NWO in, you know, the Notorious Hills podcast lettering. So yeah, man, that was a video uh, that we prepared for you guys. So with that, if you guys have not got a chance to get your hands on some of the official Notorious Hills podcast merchandise, you guys can now find this live on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video and in either mine or Sir K's social media pages, man. You have all eight of the designs you see on your screen, plus more. Obviously, you guys know some of the old ones that I had to take off. Um, so you got the Chicago flag design, the uncrowned kings of the IWC, the base logo design, the best kept secret to the IWC, the Grand Slam shirt, the NWO, uh, the Notorious World Order shirt, as I called it, uh, 
in the Chicago design, the Wolfpack red, and the classic NWO colors, just the white. Um, and then you got the scratch, the scratch logo. And then you have the only community that matters. All eight of these beautiful designs are available for you guys on the merch shop. That is bonfire.com. Link is at the top of the description of this very video. Again, and in either mine or Sirkay's social media pages, man. So, with that, if this is your first time watching, you guys do not know who we are here at the Notorious Heels Podcast. I am Johnny Mayhem, one half of the host of this very show. And as for the other half, I got my man Sirkay here. How's it going, man? Doing good, man. It's going good. Just been uh, been chilling out, man. Chilling out. Exciting day. Can't wait for um, later, man. Can't wait. Yeah. But, I want to um, see Flash with the guys. Exactly. I can't wait, man. Was, I'm excited, man. I'm excited. But um, doing good, man. Been pretty normal. And I'm just waiting for tomorrow. Got our money at the bank tomorrow. That's exciting. And yeah, man. Like Durante always asks, man, how's life? How's the family? Life, life's good, man. The family's good. What about you, Durante and Chad? What about everybody else? Bell, JT, Anthony, man. How you guys doing? Told you. What about you, bro? <laughs> I can do it, bro. Uh, I'm good, dude. I'm good. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty good, man. You know, excited for tonight. Me, you, and the boys. We're going to see Flash. So that's interesting. Right. Um, that that should be interesting for sure. Uh, so other than that, other than that, bro, just, just, dude, I, I'm I'm pumped for Money in the Bank. I love UK shows. I'm excited as hell for LA Night. And boy, oh boy, I'm telling you right now, if that man does not have the fucking briefcase tomorrow, I'm I'm fucking narking the fuck out because 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 this shit's about to piss me off if they i won't be so mad if they give it to damian priest but if it goes to logan paul i'm gonna lose my shit i'm gonna lose it and tomorrow's gonna be it because speaking of civil wars we got the bloodline civil war going on right now excited for that but bro i'm telling you dude I think we got a little creative civil war going on backstage, if you know what I mean, from what it sounds like, man. But uh, other than that, dude, as Durante always asks, man, I'm good. Family's good. Um, What about you, Durante, Logan, Bell, JT, Anthony, Pops? uh, Thank you guys for all showing up. And yes, we all miss you guys. And we're we're happy that you guys are here, man. As always, bro, as always, you guys know the deal. So, yeah, dude. Um. Yeah, so other than that, bro, other than that, I'm good, man. I'm pumped pumped for money in the bank. Uh, but, again, like I said, bro, I swear to God, I swear to God if L.A. Knight does not win that fucking match. Like I said, I'll, I'll be pissed if L.A. Knight doesn't win, but if it goes to, like, Damian Priest, I won't be so mad. You know? Right. You know? But, like, it's fucking Logan Paul, dude. It's over with. Dude, I... Ooh, bro... Oh God, I, I I can just imagine myself already. But uh, anyway, what I was saying, bro, it looks like we got a bit of a creative civil war going on uh, in a different bloodline, not the uh, Fatus and the Anawais, but but uh, uh, between the McMahons. All right, it looks mm. like we got a little civil war going on there. Triple H wants one thing. 
Vince McMahon wants another. In other words, Vince McMahon wants Logan Paul, Triple H wants LA Knight, and as a dark horse, Triple H either wants Damian Priest as his dark horse. Well, Vince McMahon wants Logan Paul, so let's get into it. Same. <sighs> Social media star and WWE wrestler Logan Paul was added to the Money in the Bank ladder match on July 19th episode of Monday Night Raw and quickly became a dark horse to win the match. WRKD Wrestling is now stating that even though LA Knight and Damian Priest are favorites to win the Money in the Bank ladder match, there have been internal pitches to give the win to Logan Paul. At this current moment, Vince McMahon is more for Logan Paul as to where Triple H is opposed to the idea of putting the Money in the Bank briefcase on a celebrity and he would rather it go to one of his future guys, L.A. Knight or Damian Priest. Some feel that Paul holding the briefcase would bring publicity and put more eyes on the company. Dude, you already have a million fucking eyes. Who cares? You're WWE. So now you care to hook me in for some ratings? What about on Monday Night Raw when I'm bored as fuck? You don't care then, do you? No. You don't care to put on the best show imaginable then. This is what I hate about th- this this thing with celebrities is we have to give them shit to get more eyes on the company. Dude, all you needed to do to get eyes on the company and to bring Logan Paul's fan base over was put him there. And you already did that, and he's been great. I don't have a problem with Logan Paul. Where I start to have a problem with Logan Paul is shit like this. It's shit like this. I do not want to see the... And you're thinking about this in terms of, oh, yeah, look at the moment. Look at the moment. You're thinking about this in the short term. Think about this in the long term. What happens when you come face to face with the fact that, oh, shit, We might have to put a world championship on this guy now because he has the money in the bank briefcase. Either that or we make ourselves look like blithering idiots for another yet again, another year and have him lose the briefcase to somebody. I could see either if he's winning it, if he, you know, does win it and he successfully cashes in, it'll be on Seth. Yeah. But they might want to look. They might want to make Roman look amazing, and have him go try to cash in on Roman and fucking fail. <sighs> it's Dude, it's bad no matter what. This, this this kind of shit just this kind of shit just irks me, bro. This kind of shit just irks me. I do not want to see Logan Paul run around with a fucking briefcase that he's. That he showed up three times of uh, three times out of the year to to attain it, dude. Literally, I don't want to fucking see that, bro. And this is, I don't mind Logan Paul in the match a- at all. I don't. But this this kind of shit is where I start to have a problem with this shit because they did this shit last year, dude. They had. Seth Rollins in the match, who was hot as fuck, and he just took three losses to Cody Rhodes. It, he could he he needed that thing. He needed that thing. Let's be honest. A lot of people wanted to see him. You know, this was before Sami Zayn, so a lot of people genuinely wanted to see the man dethrone Roman Reigns. 
And what do you go and do? You go and put one of these oddballs into the match like Austin Theory and you have him win the fucking briefcase. And then what'd you do? And then what did you do? You had him cash in on the United States Championship. And he lost, and then he ended up winning it a week later anyway. Or like a month later anyway. And he's held the thing ever since. Dude. This, this, this completely, this irks the fuck out of me, man. I do not want to see one of these Vince McMahon fed guys who he's been pushing for and he wants to see win, win the briefcase. I want to see the guy that's been fucking busting his ass Year round, he he fucking absolutely put his name on the map ever since Triple H revived the man's fucking career. He's been busting his ass. The guy almost got fired. We actually have news on that. Fucking Triple H saved the man from getting fired. And I want to see him win the match. I want to see that guy get what he's rightfully deserved and go on to cash in on Seth Rollins. I do not give a flying fuck if Logan Paul has the Money in the Bank briefcase on the set of Impulsive to to give the company more eyes. Dude, are the 95 million subscribers you have on YouTube not enough? I mean, come on. How much more do you want? You're at your peak. I hate to break it to them. It ain't getting any bigger than this. It's not. Not with Vince McMahon. Not with this. Not with these shows getting fucking vinced, it's not. And no, dude, exactly. Just completely fucking stupid, man. Completely stupid. Um, this is this kind of shit pisses me off when we get to money in the bank season, bro. They always gotta throw these dark horses in there, and Vince McMahon does the spontaneous thing and give them the fucking briefcase, and it never fucking works out. Otis, Austin Theory, uh, even when you put the fucking thing on The Miz, I mean, what the fuck is that? Braun Strowman, all of these money in the bank holders sucked. Baron Corbin, that could have been good, but you fucked it up. You put it on Brock Lesnar, for Christ's sake, you put it on Brock Lesnar. I don't even remember who won it in 2021. Um, God, who... The hell won the fucking briefcase in 2021? Big E. And you fucked that up. You fucked that up. Yeah, just fucking burying the fucking guy. Yeah, he just loses to Brock and you announce his cash in and completely ruin what could have been a fucking fantastic moment. That's 2022, 2021, 2020, 2019, 20. Who the hell won the thing in 2018? Oh, Braun Strowman. Uh, 2017 was Baron Corbin. 2016, 2016 was okay. I mean, it was Dean Ambrose, but he cashed in the same night. You get my point, though. You get my fucking point. Every time you go with these spontaneous options, some of them weren't spontaneous. Some of them were just don't outright stupid. Others were spontaneous. Every time you go with these options, you either fucking give it to the right guy and you ruin it, or you give it to the wrong guy and it ends up being a fucking failure anyway. Exactly, dude. Exactly. And if these and if Paul and Vince want separate things at Money in the Bank. And it ends up going to Logan Paul. In terms of big creative decisions, 
that lets me know that that Triple H's word means nothing backstage at that point. Absolutely. If if fucking Logan Paul wins that shit tomorrow, then then Triple H has has no real opinion backstage. He has no real power. He might do the little shit. He's got no power over shit like that, man. And that's just already disappointing to hear because he's the one keeping this fucking place alive. He for is. Vince McMahon. So if Vince McMahon fucks himself over. And then oh well, man. But um, it's got to be LA Knight, man. If it's not LA Knight, or maybe Damian Priest, literally as long as it's not Logan Paul, I'm fine with it. And that's not even a dig on Logan Paul. That's a dig on Vince and his his type of guys that he wants. I just want yeah. LA Knight, man. I just want LA Knight. It's his time. CM Punk said this in that fucking Colt Cabana podcast, but every fucking time somebody is white hot they pass on them cm punk and his main event of wrestlemania fucking they almost passed up on daniel bryan in 2014 in the main event of wrestlemania 30 instead they passed up on him the next year for a bryan versus brock match at mania 31 they passed up on that look at recent times sammy fucking zane passed up on at wrestlemania and you're going to do it again with LA Knight here, then you need to go fuck your own ass because that is absolutely ridiculous if you pass up on yet again another guy who is at his hottest right now. Exactly. And Bell, I can 100% believe it. I think Damian Priest is the most likely person just because of his age. Vince will see, oh, he's actually young, so, so I, I'm okay with him. I feel like it's more likely going to be Priest than LA Knight solely because of his age. And that's just, that's infuriating. Yeah, and and that's the other thing too, is Priest is somebody they can both agree on. Triple exactly. H likes him. Damian Priest has showed up. He's been great. I've been loving Damian Priest. He yeah. He's great. However, if I were to choose, Damian Priest isn't a bad option. No, he's just not the he's right not option out. right now. No, exactly. And that's it's fine. Because he'll be a world champion mm-hmm. one day if he keeps on this level, which I'm sure he will. But I could see them doing that just because they both agree on it because there's 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 no there's just no way this can be Logan Paul. And if they it's, do this yeah. again, they they really they they really need to look at at, at fuck it. they really need to look at options to just get this guy out of the company because the amount just tri- Triple H keeping LA Knight around just to see what he's become should show them enough like you guys were going to fire this man this was this is the same guy you had acting weird as fuck in some modeling agency Meanwhile, Triple H got a hold of him, and he is the most over guy in that company right now. Easy. People are doing yeah in AEW crowds. That's how you know the fucking guy is over. In different companies, people are doing his shit. Come Dude, on. That man is fucking over. He's over. And if you pass up on him... Oh, Lord. There's also another rumor going around. And this is just the stupid hoops we have to go through. There's a rumor going around that Logan Paul's going to win. 
And L.A. Knight and him are going to feud for the briefcase going into SummerSlam. And L.A. Knight would win it then. But what is the point of that? Why don't you just have L.A. Knight win it, have Logan Paul challenge him for it at SummerSlam, and lose? Like, Logan Paul, he he's he doesn't have a record. It's not important if he wins or loses. It'll just make L.A. Knight look good. Do that. Why would you just win it in the first place? Winning the briefcase post the match is such a horrible look all the time because you couldn't get it done in the ladder match, but you could get it done one-on-one. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah. It... <sighs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It, this is, this is going to be a clusterfuck, and it better unravel the correct way tomorrow. Or... That is true. What's up? That is true. Um... They do want to start this big baby face run with fucking Damian Priest, man. So, yeah, uh, I think he's more likely than the LA Knight at this point. Complete bullshit. If LA Knight does not win, um, I'm riding, bro. Bro, I'm pissed. I'm going to London. Uh, yeah, and it's you know I I I mean like I said I won't be completely pissed if Damian Priest wins the match, but it's like you're still. You know, it's like, it's like, and, and I'm still riding this wave, and I think I got a lot of more. I think I got a lot more weight on this shit now, because because nobody nobody wanted to fucking believe me. Um, during Mania season, dude, it's like there's two options. Both of them are good, but there's a right one, and you just know that right one, and you feel it. You feel that there's a right option. Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn. Fucking, I told everybody it should have been Sami Zayn. It should have been fucking Sami Zayn, and I'll still say that. It should have been Sami Zayn. But, but, what'd they do? They went with the other good option, but it just wasn't the right option. And it's the same situation here. Uh, and, And Triple H, if he's learned from his mistakes last time, I think he'll go with the right option. But, even if he does want to go with the right option, who's to say that doesn't get fucking turned upside down on him? Exactly, exactly. Wins might have him lose the fucking briefcase, you never know. Because, L.A. Knight, uh, Triple H wants L.A. Knight to win. I feel like that's a, that's a, that's a foregone conclusion. And if it's anything but that, that man got fucked over. L.A. Knight and Mm -hmm. Triple H. Exactly, exactly. Golly. All right, bro. So speaking of Vince. Speaking of Vince, man. Vince McMahon is to become more involved with WWE creative. While Vince McMahon has been working remotely since WrestleMania 39, he often makes last-minute changes to Raw and SmackDown TV tapings. According to a report from PW Insider, Vince McMahon's role in creative is expected to grow in the coming weeks. As we previously reported here, there was said to have been significant changes made to last week's Raw and SmackDown TV tapings. Additionally, it was noted that tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw will have a lot of Vince McMahon, uh, well, Monday's episode of Monday Night Raw will have a lot of Vince McMahon fingerprints on it. The belief amongst the company 
the belief among some in the company is that it is directly related to WWE's acquisition by Endeavor. And yeah, you've seen all the Vince McMahonisms on the show. You've seen uh, barely any Judgment Day follow-up on their kind of beef. You've seen Carmelo Hayes debut and lose as NXT champion. Um, you did see a lot of good wrestling, I will admit that, which is obviously a non-Vince McMahonism. But at the end of the day, the Vince McMahonisms were still there, and they're growing. I was going to say, like, at this point, what it really feels like is Vince McMahon is, is in charge of the big shit, and they're just having Triple H book the normal weekly the shit. just he doesn't want to, yeah. Just to make it look like Triple H is still the one running the show, so people still watch. It's Dude, it's insane. It's sad. I hope it doesn't continue like this. And it's insane that they have to do that because they're essentially telling you, we know a lot of you people are hanging on to this product because of this man. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we don't care. and We're just going to have Vince do the thing because it's his company. It's his company after all. He gets to do what he wants. Uh, they should have voted his ass. They did vote his ass out and he came back. Look at that. Fucking unreal. So, speaking of that. Speaking of that, man. Triple H and Nick Khan. That says a lot. First thing, I didn't even read what it was yet, but I'll tell you right now, before I read this, it says a lot that Vince McMahon, or sorry, Nick Khan, put down his wad of cash that he's been counting ever since Black Wednesday to actually make a change for the company. It's insane. So, Nick uh, Khan, all he cares about in the cash, and who has been giving them the highest pay-per-view money earnings? Who's been giving them all the, all these ratings? All that Fucking merch money. You think you sad. think all that Sami Zayn merch at at WrestleMania wouldn't wouldn't have eclipsed it over what was it seven million dollars? If it was just fucking, if it was just good old fucking Vince, no. They never hit those money. numbers. Never. No. Triple H was making them the most money, and that man follows the money, and Triple H is the fucking money man. Yes, he is. Um. <coughs> Excuse me. Triple H is uh Triple H and Nick Khan are attempting to stop Vince McMahon from making last minute changes. Well, are you now? According to Fightful Select, the reason behind WWE's announcing of matches for Raw and SmackDown weeks ahead was an attempt to Vince-proof the shows, as Vince usually doesn't like to pull advertised matches. <laughs> Fightful. What, what fucking world are you living in where Vince... Oh he did that all the time. What? He always, I think he just did that, too. The yeah. man always does that shit. I mean, yeah. it looks bad, yeah, but he still does it. It's Vince. However, these attempts were failed over the last week as multiple things were changed across both Raw and SmackDown, including... Seth Rollins open challenge and multiple matches on SmackDown were scrapped. Oh, it doesn't work anymore. It literally just proved it right there. It literally just happened. Yeah. They literally, their one tactic that they had, he probably got hip to. And there's reports going around that the reason he's been doing this is because he resents 
Triple H and Nick Khan for booting him out. Yeah. And you knew this was coming. You knew this was coming. You knew that man wanted to retaliate because, you know, in his eyes, you know, his whole his family turned on him to boot him out of the company to take the company for themselves. But uh, Vince, let's not forget what you did to your daughter when you completely dismantled her board of directors. And there were reports that that woman was physically and mentally exhausted the day she resigned. Because of you, her father. Dude, this is an absolute fucking mess. And they need to... There's also more rumors that they're looking into more ways. You need to go to fucking dude. Uh, his buddy, Ariel... I was going to say Ariel Helwani. Ariel Emanuel. Ari Emanuel or whatever the fuck his name is. And you need to sort this shit out. And... and you you guys just need to get this fucking guy out of the company, man. I, I I'll say it I'll say it till the day I'm dead, but dude, just get him the fuck out, man. And again, you have the proof, and you have the proof, dude. Go ahead, go ahead and boot Triple H. Go ahead, go ahead oh, yeah. and boot him. Please, I dare you. I dare you to boot Triple H from the company, and watch. Watch how much Endeavor is going to love their investment then. The only reason why they did love their investment is because Triple H was racking in fucking cash for the company. Exactly, man. And when, when it's Vince man, he does quite the opposite, man. Yeah, you know he's losing heat. There's a guarantee fucking teed, and he's going to lose a lot of fans. Yes, 100%. 110%. Um... I will still watch for you guys, obviously, but I'm telling you, you know how we talk about a little bit of smack, how we've been starting to talk about a little bit more of SmackDown? That's going to be completely done, and Monday Night Raw is going to be back to how it used to be, with me and Sir K just complaining about the show, because of how much it fucking sucks. Exactly, at that point, especially if Triple H is gone and there is no end, you know, end game for the company... There is no possible Vince McMahon retirement. Ain't no point in being mad at that shit at that point. Might as well just give up on it. Might as well. All those acts. All those acts are going to be shot dead. The bloodline. Mm -hmm. That blood. This bloodline story we love. Done. L.A. Knight. You know he's getting fired. Um, oh, fucking no. At dude, all the guys that Triple H retired. Yeah. Bronson Reed, Karrion Cross, all these guys are all these guys are getting canned. All of them. Uh, oh we, yeah. We all love uh, Sami Zayn. We all love Sami Zayn. The, gone are the days of serious Sami Zayn. He's gonna go right back to probably being a comedic heel. Uh, Kevin Owens is gonna continue on with his anger problems. At fucking Riddle will go back to being just Riddle, and it'll be a fucking mess. It'll be a mess all over again, and and, and it will crumble. Right before their very eyes until Ari Emanuel uh, actually has a pair of fucking balls and and tells this guy to get the fuck out of here and, and majority vote him out, done, no coming back, nothing, none. Exactly, man, exactly. Completely ridiculous, completely fucking ridiculous, man. 
So that's the news on Vince McMahon possibly being back in creative and the news on them attempting to Vince proof the shows to no avail, apparently. This doesn't work. <laughs> Unfucking real, man. How are you outsmarted by Vince McMahon? Come on, guys. <sighs> Seriously. All right. WWE Megastar. L.A. Knight has revealed on the Chris Van Vliet podcast that he believed he was supposed to be fired during his initial run on the main roster as Max Dupree. Knight was pretty sure he would be fired, and it just wasn't official yet. After a while, Knight received a FaceTime from someone in the company and said, we want to keep you around and do this with you, and Knight believes he was saved from being thrown off of a cliff. Of a cliff. And who was the man that saved him? May may you ask? Well, we got a story on that too. Triple H stopped WWE from firing LA Knight. God damn, guys. If he was the guy <laughs> that FaceTimed him, that's absolutely hilarious. Right. Just opening FaceTime and it's just Triple H just <laughs> what the fuck, oh. bro? So during an appearance on Chris Van Vliet's uh, Insight podcast, LA Knight recounted the moment when Triple H granted him the opportunity to revive his persona in NXT and shared the details on his on this uh, transformative development. He says. Well, let me just go ahead and say this. I'm pretty sure I was fired and it just hadn't been, it just hadn't officially happened yet without getting into too many details. Some things happen. I don't remember what it was, but some things happened and I got a FaceTime. Hey, you know, we want to keep you around and we want to do this, whatever. Okay, cool. Good. So somehow I had been saved from being thrown to the cliff at least this is my interpretation of it. Maybe I'm incorrect. I don't know. And so eventually just things kind of worked out. This man, L.A. Knight. This. Through this civil war. I hope it shows people that this man, Triple H, you guys, you know, this man, this man fights a lot. For us. He really does. Mm -hmm. He really does. And we rag on him a lot. We call him no ball, Paul. We, 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 we fucking, you know, we're always making fun of Triple H, bro. But on a real note, this man, golly, I, I can only imagine how much this man fights behind the scenes that we do not see. And, and, this is probably so draining for him, but he stays around and he does it because he, he knows that we appreciate his work and holy shit, I feel bad for that man. Can this guy can this guy please just fucking go away, dude? Uh, dude, either if Vince doesn't go go away, bro, Paul. I'm saying, I've been saying it. If you join forces with fucking Tony Khan, man, you guys are you guys are destroying anything Vince McMahon can do. Oh, you it's guys, over. it's done. Put, put aside your differences of companies, dude. They will fucking destroy Vince McMahon together. Come on, man. 
come on, man, I feel so bad for, you know, you guys know me, Triple H, she's one of my go-tos to make fucking jokes about no ball, Paul. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy. But at the end of the day, he wants everything to be good, he hopes everything to be good, and he fights for it to be good, and if this is as good as he's able to make it, then that's just a testament to how much he's trying, man, because my god, I don't know how he doesn't just fucking punch Vince McMahon at this point because I would have a long time ago. Yes. Dude, eh, bro, I'm telling you, man, as soon as he buried fucking Kevin Owens, the Goldberg, that would have been, oh, been it. That would have been, been my it. Breaking point. That would have already been my breaking point fucking six years ago. <laughs> Holy shit. And then look, look at everybody he's ruined since then. The man drove Adam, Vince drove Adam Cole out of the company. I don't care what anybody yep. says. He drove Keith Lee out of the company. Um, All these guys that willingly up and left. Brian. Brian. They let Brian walk. They just let him go. They could easily just allowed him to go to other companies and, for random matches. Yep. And, and they would. And Triple H was down to let him do New Japan just to keep him. And they let and him they walk. And they just let him walk away. You let Brian Danielson walk from your company for petty reasons. Like, dog. Come on. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. Completely, completely insane, dude. So, alright. We got a little bit of a spoiler alert for you guys. So we got backstage news on Logan Paul. And a Logan Paul feud. That is currently being discussed. According to Fightful Select. A Brawling Brutes. Logan Paul program. Was discussed. For after Money in the Bank. How. Do you not just do Ricochet. For SummerSlam. Or Bad Bunny. The bro- I don't want to see fucking Butch. Versus Logan Paul. What? I mean, I do have to admit, it would be kind of funny to see Sheamus kick the shit out of him, but, like, I'm assuming it would be Butch, because Butch is in the fucking Money in the Bank match with Logan Paul, so I'm assuming something's gonna stem from there. And, you know, fucking the gimmick they gave Pete Dunne, he's fucking scrappy dude over there, always trying to fucking fight people and they gotta hold him back and shit. Like, that, like, come on, dog. Right as we're about to get fucking Pete Dunne back, it looks like Vince might might continue the butch. Ugh. Fucking a man. That's another one. That's a that's another uh, that's another example. Uh, Durante, Jay White. Yeah. Jay they White would have fit like a glove in WWE. He would have fit like a fucking oh, yeah. glove. And here we are. He wouldn't have been stuck with fucking Juice Robinson. Oh, it could have been amazing. But they fucking do to Vince McMahon and pass it up. And I don't blame them. Because at this point, I know a lot of people in WWE are mad that they're in that company right now from this Vince news. Yep. For sure. For sure. Dude, what in the world is that post money in the... What is What the fuck is that feud going into SummerSlam? Logan Paul and the Brawling Brutes. Again. Well... According to Bill, Bad Bunny's on tour, so I guess that's out of the option. But uh, Ricochet, fucking like Ricochet, me. Zesty Rick, bro. I, 
<sighs> I don't know, man. I don't know. This sounds absolutely horrible. However, this does sound better than whatever kind of money in the bank feud with LA Knight they had going on. So better than that, I guess. But like, just overall, what in the fuck is that? Literally, dog. Like, what the fuck is going on? That sounds atrocious. So, golly. Um, yeah, man. So, with that, Randy Orton. Randy Orton, man. All right. So, according to WRKD Wrestling, Randy Orton is very close to returning, possibly during Money in the Bank weekend. Look at that. Look at that. Oh, idea. I hope so, man. I hope so. I hope so, man. And I seen there was a picture of, a, of, of the guys on the plane, and it was like Gunther, Riddle, uh... Fabian Eichner, Marcel Barthel, Otis, Ricochet, and they blurred somebody out in their I heard picture. The guy they blurred out. Oh, was it? Yeah, I heard it was. I heard it was a production guy, but he, there's no, there's no telling, man. Yeah. Who could it be? Yeah. So could it could it be Orton? Someone said it was Chris Benoit. Oh my fucking seen that, bro! Oh my god, I said that. I did see that comment. <laughs> Dude, oh lord, amazing man! But never know, it could be Orton. I was thinking it was Tony Khan. Oh my god, I wouldn't be fucking shocked, man. Probably just smoking their weed. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking TK. (laughs) So, Orton, uh, man. Uh, yeah, there was also a, uh, there was also, uh, a video, um, on his podcast of Kurt talking about Orton and he was talking about how Orton should be coming back very soon and that he's recovering from his back surgery. Well, hell yeah, man. Hell yeah. I hope so, man. I hope so. I, I miss Orton. Yeah, dude, that's great news. That is great news for Randy Orton, man. That's great news for Orton and I'm excited to see him come back, dude. Uh, speaking of somebody that it doesn't look like they're coming back. Um, according to PW Insider, WWE Creative have not yet prepared anything for the supposed return of Drew McIntyre for Money in the Bank. Uh, like we've been saying, dude, tomorrow night is the night. If he ain't there tomorrow night, he I think he's gone. I I would I would back you on that for sure, for sure. Uh, yeah, he's he's got to be, he's got to be. I would think because Drew is like the main advocate for like UK shows. He, oh, yeah. he you know he he's been pulling for that for years, and uh, I think it's a mixture of of him wanting. I think it's a mixture of him wanting. Uh, uh, I think it's a mixture of him wanting, uh, what is it, new opponents and, and a fresh, fresh environment. And I also kind of think uh, him not getting his theme song has a little bit to do with that as well. 
It's the little shit like that that back back and fuck you over with people, man. And again, another situation. If this company lets Drew McIntyre walk over a theme song and just not booking him good, dude, holy fucking fumble. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know we say this about a lot of guys, and and, and I could be completely wrong, but McIntyre is one of those guys. He does kind of seem like. And I know I said this about Keith Lee and, and all the other guys in Jay White. Uh, I, wishful thinking, though. I, I, hope, I would hope he's one of those guys that he's kind of just too big of a star for AEW to get lost in the mix. But to be honest, he's probably not. Um, no, they, they have showed that they can uh, absolutely drop the ball with anybody. They can absolutely That's lose good. almost anybody's momentum ever. I wouldn't be surprised if fucking John Cena came in and was lost in the shuffle in a week. I really wouldn't, bro. I really would not be surprised. So, yeah, man. I don't know. But, uh, yes, that's that's the latest on Drew McIntyre, man. And I really think... Yeah, I've been, I've been getting SmackDown spoiled for me all day, man. It sucks, but it is what it is. I mean, they the people in the UK get, probably get this shit every week, so they probably get everything spoiled for them, you know, every week. So yeah, it's all right. Yeah, it's okay. It's fucking SmackDown at the end of the day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. I mean, as long as I don't hear, as long as I don't hear about no. Uh, oh yeah, I seen the Usos are back wearing their Down since day one ish shirts. That's dope, bro. That's dope. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, don't, I did not see anything. I don't know if I seen anything about Charlotte and Oscar. No, I didn't. All, all I heard about was um, just LA Knight. That's about all. That's all people were talking about. Gotcha. Uh oh. Okay, I think I. Yeah, I think I got Charlotte and Oscar spoiled for me. Not that I give a fuck at all, but. Huh, interesting. Yeah, not bad. I don't think, at least. I don't. I didn't get the full results, but I kind of seen a little. Not too bad. Um. So yeah, man. Uh. Yeah, I I I like SmackDown too. I like SmackDown too. But at the end of the day, it is Friday Night Bloodline. Um. It, it is. is. You know, that is what people. Yeah, that, that's what I go to watch for. La Night as well too, obviously, but. You know, it's mainly mainly the bloodline, but LA Knight too. Other than that, I don't give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> I really don't. Yeah, well, hey, hey, understandable. There's a lot of wrestling throughout the week. Um, I care about Charlotte. Fuck out of here. Oh God. So jumping over <clears throat> jumping over to AEW for a little bit before we go back to our last WWE story before we get to these predictions according to Bree Bella Brian Danielson's injury is worse than AEW originally expected oh sorry Bree Garcia <clears throat> Garcia twins I was gonna say did she change her fucking last name too since no, I think I think they just wrote the article as Brie Bella because that's what people know her as. No, I was gonna say like. Oh. 
Is that always their last name? That's their real last name. Oh, okay. I was, cause I was, I thought, cause for a while I thought it was Nikki's last name because she married that one dude. I thought that was his, and I was thinking, oh. did her sister take the fucking last name too? What a fucking weirdo. Never yeah. mind. I'm stupid. Yeah, that's their. That's their real weird. Yeah. So, uh, Brie Bella has revealed that Brian Danielson's injury is uh, is worse than originally expected. Initially, Danielson stated that he would be out six to eight weeks, meaning the all-in match is now, uh, the all-in match was a possibility, but now it could be in jeopardy because the rumored time going around is 10 to 12 weeks. Oh, man. Dude, he has to miss... He probably has to miss all in. He has to miss blood and guts. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Damn. yeah. That's tough. Well, to be fair, I don't think he was going to do the G1 anyway. Because he said on the Forbidden Door media scrum that he he knows that it wasn't smart to do the G1. Yeah. It's one of his dreams, but I don't think he could ever actually do it. That's just that's too insane. Don't don't you gotta wrestle every night for like fucking two like or three weeks straight? Literally, like it's insane. Yeah. Oh fuck. Dude, okay. can you imagine how their fucking bodies feel by the end of that? Oh, and they don't get a vacation after that either, man. No. Back to the normal grind. Dude, that new Japan schedule is fucking. That's insane, bro. How people can do that? Good on them, man. Yeah, if your body oh, can hold up, that that sounds pretty fun, bro. Oh yeah, you you'll never get fucking bored. I'll tell you that. Your fucking your back and your knees might, but yeah, I think you're gonna be pretty good. Yeah, cause holy shit. Yeah, that would uh, Danielson would be perfect for something like that too. I'm surprised he never did a G1 in the like earlier half of his career before he went to WWE. I'm surprised he never did. You would have thought he would have did that. I would have really thought. I would have really. Th- he just seems like one of those guys who like. I would have thought had like a whole run in New Japan before WWE. I really would have, man. I I I wonder why he never went beforehand. I would yeah. love to ask that. For sure. For sure. So that is the latest on Brian Danielson's injury. It looks like it's a little worse than expected, unfortunately. Yeah, if you guys seen the photo, man, that is brutal, Oh, that's a man. clean break. Bone is just literally just to the side off. Ugh. That's insane. And did you see the video of that man's fucking marking out with the crowd after the fucking show went off air for like 10 minutes? Yeah, just chilling Dude. with a broken forearm. It literally broken ass fucking forearm just singing the final countdown for fucking ten minutes with the crowd. Hey man, it's something else, man. And just doesn't even and the next thing he does is just go to the media scrub. That man is insane. Just chilling. Just chilling. Alright, man. So for our last AEW story, AEW planning out creative direction months in advance. Look at that. Look at that. Let me ask you something. That show we got last Wednesday, was that planned months in advance? Or are you just giving up on the post-pay-per-view shows? Because remember, we remember Double or Nothing's post-Dynamite. post, post Dynamite. Oh. Forbidden Doors post-Dynamite, 
other than fucking Keith Lee, uh, aging 40 years younger, there was really nothing to watch. It was just a dynamite. That's all it was. Like, dog. So, apparently, from this news, Tony Khan learned to put dates in his notebook. Yeah. God. So, Sean Ross Sapp, behind Fight- oh. noted behind Fightful's paywall. Let me stop right there. Is this him covering for his buddy that's in AEW Creative, the guy from Fightful? Or mm-hmm. is this his buddy covering for AEW and just feeding him that news? It very well could be either. I didn't even realize that. Yeah, Fightful, they're going to be a little hit and miss with AEW now because they got one of their own in there. Yep. Goddamn. So Sean Sapp, behind Fightful's paywall, noted that the that AEW has their creative direction booked out pretty far in advance. At this point, it appears Tony Khan has a plan through All Out in September. Maybe... That's why he actually, in June, announced that the date and the location for All Out. Yeah, look at that, man. And they already announced the date and location to Blood and Guts. And Grand Slam. And Grand Slam. Look at that. You guys are actually giving dates a fucking month before, less than a month before the fucking show. Look at that, man. Good on them. Tickets on sale tomorrow. The fuck? Really? <laughs> you know, I'll never fucking forgive him for that. Dude. Fucking TK, man. So Sean Sapp says this. Those that we've spoken to... Hmm. Wonder who you've yeah. spoken to in AEW Creative. Claim that there are some top angles in AEW that are tentatively planned through All Out. All Out has been on the schedule as the United Center for months. You're gonna give us that information months ago? Yeah, when you booked it. Like, Fuck. What? Like, I get when you don't announce a show until you book it. Like, maybe you can't book an arena until just a few months before the show. Alright. But you booked it months ago. It's already set in stone. Just let us know then. I, I, Might I don't as well. It. But, you know. <clears throat> Not with Tony Khan. Yeah, so that is the last bit of the AEW news. And as for the last WWE story for the day, the bloodline. The bloodline, man. Multiple endings are being discussed for the bloodline civil war money in the bank match. Mm. Huh. So according to WrestleVotes, they are hearing WWE has two very drastic finishes in play for the Bloodline Civil War on Saturday. Creative seems split on the decision. In conjunction, I'm told the Usos and Solo were a part of a run-through session this past Friday at a closed location to go over things. Hmm. They were right fucking planning this show. They... they securing these fucking people to like a like a fucking drug meet having a meet in a secure location what why just do it in the ring. 
Yeah. <laughs> fucking, you heard of running a cartel over here, man. But um, I like the sound of that, man. It makes me wonder what are what are the two options they're planning. Dude, if they're keeping it this secretive, that shows a that they're really invested in this story, um, which is fantastic, and b, uh, some crazy shit might go down. It might. So. This is going to be really fucking interesting, and I am pumped for this match alone. I am so excited to see what's up with the Bloodline Civil War, and I am I, I'm genuinely very excited for this, man. So, I don't know, man. It's going to be interesting, but I, I'm pumped, man, and we'll be here tomorrow with you guys to, to go over all this shit, bro. So, this man, it's, it's going to be good, bro. Oh, yeah, man, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah, that's that is true. Yeah. You know, a lot of a lot of rats in that fucking company, man. So that does make sense, man. But they tomorrow like they like going to like a warehouse and like what are you like bro, just get on fucking FaceTime or something. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Do it in your private truck, fucking Mr. Tribal Chief. But um <laughs> Well he wasn't there apparently. According to this report, it was only the Usos and Solo. No, I'm dead. So, so they the tribal chief ain't there, man. They ain't getting their own private fucking their own private area. That's hilarious. Yeah. What but the um the fuck, man. What about fucking solo? He's still in the group. He's still in the bloodline. But um I'm excited, man. I can't wait to see the route they go, man. And I'm curious, man, is is solo gonna turn? I I'm on everybody? Is who knows what's gonna happen, man. Who knows what's going to happen. I can't wait. I'm very excited to see what happens tomorrow. I'm pumped, bro. I'm pumped. This shit's going to be heat. And I'm I'm very excited for it. I am very excited for it. There's a lot to be excited about, man. There's a lot to be excited about for tomorrow. And let's go over it. So, well, first, let's talk about the shit that's not to be excited about. Like this match. We have the women's tag team championship match so let me get this straight so <laughs> so you wanted to put this on the show mm-hmm. but you didn't want to put Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens versus Pretty Deadly on the show huh you know WWE they technically already have a men's tag match so you know, Vince, like, man, why would you do more than two of those things? Fair enough. Fair enough. Ah, I could see that. You know, you know that motherfucker hates fucking tag team wrestling, so. <laughs> Belle says she could see Jay pinning Roro mm-hmm. and, and, Jay, and Jay versus Roman at, at SummerSlam. I could see it. I could see it. I could see that as well, man. I could see that as well. Um, I don't know. I don't know how to feel about Roman Reigns getting pinned. If it's not for the championships, but I mean, he'll be fine. So he's yeah, fucking I mean, Roman Reigns. If anything, I think the best course of action might be for Solo to get pinned because of Roman. And that Ooh. could solidify his reasons for, for ditching his ass. Yeah. So... Yeah, Sammy and Kevin Owens, dude, they 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 face pretty deadly on SmackDown, but like they they've been in a feud with Imperium. That's what doesn't get me at all. You know, 
they they they've been you know they've been in a feud with imperium yet pretty deadly's getting a title shot so it just i don't know man i don't know i don't know but uh I could see Jay pinning Roman as like a shock, but like I said, right, right. Uh, I, I I like him. Yeah, I, I feel like they're gonna try to you know not pin him until he loses the championships too. But I well, I could see right. that happening as like a complete shocker, bro. But other than this, other than that, this fucking match. So, um, yeah, I. I, I don't care. Uh, no. I guess I'll go Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Yeah, they're, they're, you know, they're probably going to be the ones to fucking win it. Or to continue their fucking reign, whatever. Who cares? All right. Speaking of the match that I'm second least excited for, Cody Rhodes. <laughs> Cody fucking Rhodes versus Dominic Mysterio. What the fuck? What is this You're shit? The Cody? Oh yeah, that I I oh yeah. I I had a feeling that was going to happen for a minute. So the rumor for this match is Brock's going to interfere, Cody's going to beat uh or Dominic's going to beat Cody and it's going to set up the third match, the rubber match uh in a stipulation uh which is most likely going to be a Texas bull rope match being that Cody Rhodes a couple months ago was making fun of Brock Lesnar being a fake cowboy. They're going to do they're going to do a Texas bull rope match because they can't do a dog collar match because WWE is not going to have a blood and B anything strapped around anybody's neck with a, in a oh, ring God. with Brock Lesnar. There's just no, no way. Exactly, man. Vince McMahon will never allow that. That would actually be fire as fuck. Brock Lesnar in a dog collar match. Oh, dude, that man will go crazy. Dude, do you give Brock a place where he could do what he like can do? That man will be insane, bro. Like, would I want Tony Khan to ever spend money on him? No. Would it be awesome to have him do shit in that company? Fuck, dude, him and Mox running it back? That shit would be a fucking bloodbath, man. That shit would be amazing. But, um, yeah, yeah in terms of um, this match, I think it's going to go to Dom, man. I think that's how it's going to happen. I think Dom's going to win because of Brock, and they're going to set up match three, man. Yeah. Brock. Mm. Brock's yeah. still great, man, but it's what they've been. They put uh, him with the most shitty people you can imagine. WWE did... doesn't understand the Brock formula, man. They no, don't. No. You put him in the <clears throat> ring with people like. Uh, you put him in the ring with people like Ricochet. You know, you put him in the ring with like somebody like I think Brock, even like somebody like Sami Zayn or like Kevin Owens. None of those guys have ever got a Brock match. Matt Riddle. Imagine Brock and Gargano, dog. That they would be a, Matt. That like yeah. dog. He works well with smaller guys, and Cody Rhodes' style just sucks. <sighs> it fucking it doesn't it's, work against Brock. He's no. he's too. Cody Rhodes is so good in the ring, he just eclipses Brock, where it just doesn't make sense to put them in. They're just, their styles don't match. You no. know, Cody's Mr. Show-Off, he'll do all these extravagant moves out of nowhere, and Brock, he don't work well with that, bro. 
No. Yeah, Cody Cody wrestles Cody wrestles a bit of a like safer style mixed with like his his like uh you know kind of show off type moves like you know his his cutter and stuff like that. But like you got to put Brock in the ring with somebody who's like agile, like very agile, like very like a high flyer. Look at all the guys that he's faced, man. AJ, Brian, Finn, uh he could have had a great match with Ricochet, but that was ruined. Uh, those three matches alone, AJ, or, uh, AJ, Brian, and Finn, dude, those oh, are some of his greatest work ever. Kurt Angle, you know. Uh, yeah, you guys get the point. But yeah, they have been giving him just complete horse shit for oh. the whole entire year. Speaking of this match, there is a spoiler from SmackDown about this match that... Makes me even more mad about this match. Uh, we'll give the people five seconds. I don't care to hear it. So, okay. yeah, we'll give you guys Can't a little worry. bit. If you guys want to click off, you guys don't want to hear the SmackDown spoilers, click off right now. All right, go ahead. Apparently, Cody and Dominic will main event the pay-per-view. For some reason. What? Yep. Apparently, it was confirmed on SmackDown. I'm hearing no, 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 no. <laughs> Hold on. Are you do they want people to hate this fucking guy? Because I'm starting to fucking hate him a little bit more now. I really am. Yep. Oh my god, I just Cody versus Dominic headlining Money in the Bank. Is that their big surprise for Money in the Bank? Uh, money in the bank is it brock it's gonna be brock <laughs> no <laughs> la Knight is gonna win it in probably the middle of the show you know no what i think that, i think the men's is gonna start then if that's the main event the men's will probably start there's no way roman reigns no because if roman's not you know roman's little rule if he's not last he's gonna be first no oh my God. Man, no. In the bank in the middle of the fucking... Yeah, apparently it's true. No, 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 no. No, that... Like, no. No. It's one of those things where they just set it on SmackDown. So, you know, you know, commentary isn't this company, but that's what it looks like, man. That's what it seems like it is. No, 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 no. Dude, no. <laughs> no it bet... You know how WWE is? You know how WWE, I'd be fine with the Bloodline main eventing, or the or the yeah. ladder match, but no, there's no way. It's gotta be, it's gotta be like you know how WWE calls it like a triple main event. This has gotta be. There's no way. I refuse to believe it. I hope it's not, man. I really hope it's not. Dude, I'm gonna hate Cody Rhodes' guts if he goes on last, cause it better be. Cause there's the Roman, the civil war better be <laughs> people. You know what this surprise might be Orton Orton too. He might, he might fucking, he, he could attack Cody too. Could, could, I mean, but then where well, does like, the, where does the rubber match with Lesnar fit then? I was going to say like, that would just make Cody look like the biggest bitch in the world. He just gets attacked by two people. To end off the show. Oh, poor Cody. He's going to be sitting there all sad and confused. 
Dude, they they want us to hate this fucking guy. Dude, uh, if they... Here, let me see. If they... Ooh. Yeah, no. Cody, yeah, no. Fuck no. Hell no. Um, maybe they have Orton in the ladder match a Takos Riddle. That is true. I can see that. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, not the ladder match. Uh, The Intercontinental Championship match. Oh, yeah. Oh, to, yeah. Co to cost Riddle. But if you were going to do Cody, if you were going to keep Cody occupied, I could see after SummerSlam mm -hmm. doing Orton and Cody. I could definitely. So I could see them just doing a little tease of it or something. Dude. Maybe like watching the Cody match on, on the in the back, you know. Just the TV's right there. He's just looking at the camera. TV's behind him, but somehow he's watching Cody Rhodes <laughs> on the TV. He'll probably do something like that. So, Little WWE and their camera angles. Uh, who the fuck watches TV like that, bro? One day they should just do a shot where it's literally someone's just staring directly at the TV with their backs to the camera. That would be hilarious. Dude, it, it genuinely would. There's absolutely no way it this main event or else I i'm gonna be not. fucking pissed because <laughs> golly but yeah I, I i i knew this for a while but yeah brock is gonna come back to set up the rubber match and he's gonna cost cody and then dominic's just gonna be more annoying feeding his heel character and that's wrestling 101 so exactly man exactly yeah so yeah i'm gonna go ahead and say dominic mysterio for this one as cody rose continues his uh string of lost momentum i don't think he could ever ever get it back in this company at this point bro got fucked over in two different companies one by himself and one from the company that's insane yep this man cody so the next match the women's money in the bank ladder match. EO Sky, uh, Bailey, Zelina Vega, Trish Stratus, fuck. Zoe Stark and Becky Lynch. Um Yeah, there's only one right option here. Uh EO. Yeah. There's only one right option. In no way. And I mean this. In no way do you give this to Trish Stratus. What I think is EO is going to be close to getting it. Bailey's going to try to cost her. And then EO's going to snap and realize, like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I'm tired of you holding me back. And she's going to turn on Bailey, do her thing, and, and, win, and win the briefcase. So I think it'll be EO. I think it'll be EO. Uh, yeah, Becky doesn't need this, Bailey. Uh, uh, I could see Vince, if Vince does have a hand in this, I could see him putting this on, like, Bailey or Becky. Yeah, I could see, I could see them definitely being, like, Vince goes to, but I, I doubt it at this point, man. My dream is what you said with EO and Bailey, but as they're arguing, Tristratus climbs up that ladder. Oh, my fucking God. Man. That's, sadly, I can see that easily happening, but um, 
it's it, dude if it's gotta be yo man she's the only one at this point that i i, I really care about in this company and that's in that match yeah so i'm gonna just go with yo yeah the people love her i'm sure they're gonna love her tomorrow night and uh it's gonna be good bro so i'm gonna go ahead and say eo shirai as well so the next match for the intercontinental championship matt riddle takes on gunther dude this mm-hmm. is gonna be a this is gonna slap oh yeah dude i already know this is gonna be that kind of match where gunther's dominating and uh riddle gets that burst of offense he's gonna make he's gonna fucking make the crowd come unglued and gunther in the end is gonna fucking beat the holy piss out of him and win his championship or uh, keep his championship. So I'm going to go ahead and say Gunther. And I don't know if I see Orton coming back. I could definitely see it. If he, if he's good to go, I could see Orton costing Matt Riddle the win for sure. Um, But if not, I mean, this is, this is a Gunther win either, either way. So I'm going to go ahead and say (laughs) Gunther. Exactly. No matter what, it's going to be Gunther in the end, man. So Gunther is getting that win, man. For sure. And the next match for the World Heavyweight Championship, Seth freaking Rollins defending the championship against Finn Balor. Dude, they've had a kick-ass story. They've had a really good story. Uh, Finn's been great in this just very aggressive role that he's been in and just is very just dangerous Finn Balor. It's very nice. Very nice to see. Uh yeah, it's 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 really nice uh to see for sure. Uh and I think these guys are gonna put on a hell of a match. Obviously in the end I think obviously in the end I think Seth is gonna win. And the reason I'm the reason I'm sighing is because I think I think that Finn this is going to fuel Finn Balor to Turn on Damian Priest. For somehow, Finn Balor's loss to Seth will make him hate Priest more. I don't know how, but that's WWE for you, man. But um, I think that's definitely the path they're going to go. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure, man. So I'm going to go ahead and say Seth Rollins here. Same, same. I know he doesn't do the Demon anymore. But it's going to feel weird not seeing Finn in London without the Jack the Ripper attire. Yeah, it's weird. That shit was sick. So, next up, man, we got the men's Money in the Bank ladder match. The big one. The seven man. Could be eight man. We don't know if Drew's going to be there or not. We'll just have to wait and see, bro. Damian Priest versus Butch versus Santos Escobar. Versus Zesty Rick, versus Logan Paul, versus Napamora, versus the megastar, L.A. Knight. Hey. <sighs> you guys know our answer, man. We went over this, bad. You guys know the fuck. If it's not L.A. Knight, man. Tomorrow's gonna be interesting, I'll tell you that. Tomorrow? is going to be very interesting if L.A. Knight does not grab the fucking briefcase. Oh, dude, he better. 
sort of down if it's not this man. Uh, and if it's just got to be LA Knight, man. It's just got to be LA Knight. I could see this too. Logan says it in the comments. It says Finn gets so obsessed with wanting to beat Seth that after Priest wins money in the bank, he wants it, you know, and he's mm-hmm. jealous, and it'll fuel him to turn on him. Dude. I totally see it, dude. I was saying really, I think genuinely Priest might be more likely than LA Knight at this point, which is crazy, man. But I'm still going with LA Knight, man. That's who it's got to be. There's one, you know, there. like I said, same shit for WrestleMania season. And I'm going to say the same thing here. There's two good options, but there's one clear right option. Mm-hmm. And the right option is LA Knight. We brought this news to you guys back in fucking January that Triple H was not going to do, uh, or Triple H was thinking about doing money in the bank at WrestleMania and, and he didn't, but the one thing that stayed consistent throughout that whole story was the guy winning it was always supposed to be LA Knight. It was always mm-hmm. supposed to be LA Knight. And he's and it worked in their favor because he's the hottest he's ever been now. Give him the briefcase. And if he doesn't win the fucking briefcase, you're making a colossal fucking mistake. Therefore, I'm going to predict L.A. Knight. And if not, somebody's here in the business tomorrow on the fucking review because that is complete and utter bullshit if that's the case. Exactly, man. Exactly. It it, uh, it just just has to be L.A. Knight, man. It has to be. Yes, and if it's not, man, it's another case of the Zack Ryder effect. You get over and you don't get fucking rewarded for it. You get buried for it, man. Oh, you hate to see it, man, but it, it, it better be LA Knight, man. It better be. Yes, absolutely. Otherwise, this match is going to be a nail-biter. Mm-hmm. But it better go to fucking LA Knight. It's going to be a good one, though. It is, man. It is, but it's going to be a nail-biter, all right. Yes. And in the final match, the Bloodline Civil War. Who will be the ones? Roman Reigns, Solo, and the Usos. I seen Roman was wearing a shirt on SmackDown that said the only one. Hmm. Hmm. You know you still have Solo with you, right? That really makes me think of the ending to this match. I I think it might be what I said it could be, and I think it might be Roman in an... You know, on purpose to not have himself lose. I could see him getting Solo's co-pinned, man. I could ease. I I genuinely think that might be the ending of this match. I can see it. I can see it, bro. But as for this match, I could see this going either way. I really could. Mm-hmm. But I think the option. That is more likely right now is the Usos get the shock victory over the tribal chief and their little brother Solo. I think so, man. I I think that's what's going to happen. Yeah, man. Yeah, I definitely, I, I, I could see that happening a little bit more right now. I could see that happening a little bit more right now than, uh, um, than Roman and Solo. 
I, I just think it will play into the story better if if Roman if Roman wins. Uh, but uh, or if uh, the Usos win, but I could see. I could, if if Roman and Solo do win, I do see Roman kind of making the Usos kind of like fall back in line for a little bit. I could see that. I could see that. But at this point, I think it's best to just have the Usos get that victory, man. Me too. Pin Solo, pin their brother, man. It's it's going to be amazing. Yeah. For sure, for sure. So I'm going to go ahead and predict the Usos for the Bloodline Civil War. And I think this one's going to be pretty fucking sick too, man. Definitely, man. Definitely. I can't wait. So yeah, man. That is all the matches for Money in the Bank. We will be on here live tomorrow night with the Money in the Bank review. And uh, yeah, man, I'm pumped, bro. I'm pumped. I think overall, I think overall it's going to be a pretty good show. They just have to make the right calls. They have to. That is crucial for this to work. Crucial. Um, They have to. They absolutely have to. Uh, There's no ifs, ands, or buts, bro. Uh, L.A. Knight or bust. Literally, man. Literally. So, golly, I'm pulling for him, and I'm nervous. But we'll just have to wait and see, man. But it's it better fucking be LA night. I swear to God. So yeah, man. That looks like that's all for today. Looks like that's all for today. That is everything we got today here for you guys, man, on episode one hundred and sixty-eight of the Tory Sales Podcast, man. We should be live directly after Money in the Bank goes off the air tomorrow, so stay tuned for that very excited to talk about what the fuck goes on either you guys are going to get a very pumped review for the future of wwe or you guys are going to get uh something tomorrow Uh, anything yeah uh but yeah man that is uh that's everything that's everything we got today for you guys man pretty slow week of news man again hope you guys did enjoy the merch reveals thank you guys for sticking with us through the long yeah, wait man. for notorious Eels gaming um so i hope you guys did enjoy those designs they are available for you guys like i said as we speak they are available for you guys so yeah man and uh yeah with that that is going to do it for this edition of the notorious Eels podcast uh oh sweet sweet man see you tomorrow yeah, man. see you tomorrow see you. so yeah, yeah, man. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you guys. We love you guys so much. And it has been always, always a pleasure for my Johnny Mayhem. And, uh, Sir and that is going to do it for this edition of the Notorious Seals Podcast. Another great edition of the news and money in the bank predictions. Ladies and gentlemen, please like, comment, and subscribe. Go watch Notorious Seals Gaming if you haven't already. And we will see you guys tomorrow. With the Money in the Bank 2023 official review. Peace. Is the illest. The style is played out. Like, I don't know what you talking about. Well, listen.
The foot lives on the black, white, white, the bearded excite. Throw sticks to dice. Bitches are like I'm playing.